This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Thank you for joining us for the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 107 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Uh, I am very happy to be here because. You know, people think that I just say that, but it legitimately helps me and so many people in my circle to be able to cover the amazing topics that we have courtesy of our rotating panel of experts from Health Foundations, Birth Center, Women's Health Clinic and Clear Step Financial. So uh, as my producer, Hope, asked me today, is it health or wealth today? Well, today it is health, courtesy of our good friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grash. She's with us from Health Foundations, Birth Center, Women's Health Clinic. And I was just bragging you up, Dr. Amy, because I've had a friend that has transferred all of her female care and some of her primary care to health foundations and so she's very happy with that and also the fact that my mom, uh, baby sister just had a baby in December and that I can now come back and go hey I don't remember what it was like when I had my kid 13 years ago but I have a resource <laughs> that I can ask some questions because I see my friend Dr. Amy all the time so thank you for all the information absolutely yeah so today we are going to give some more information on how you can just prepare your ecosystem um, for when you are getting ready for baby, right, Dr. Amy? Yeah, I think sometimes it's nice to just think about ways to protect your baby's health even before birth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, that's not something that's a big buzz right. a lot of times. Right. Um, and not something that people often think about. It's I often find that people are thinking, oh, okay, we want to have a baby. Mm-hmm. We want to get pregnant now. Right. Instead of um, maybe thinking a little bit more about all of those ways that you can prepare um, to really protect baby's health even before they're born. Right. I think maybe we also, uh, you and I talk about this a lot, like the way that TV prepares us for things is different than the reality and what we should really be thinking about. Because we see it from a sitcom perspective most often, or I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Do they do a lot of births on Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. So maybe there's... (laughs) Maybe that's what they do. I feel it's like it's more like doctor drama. But when you do watch those shows, it's just from a different perspective. And I do remember this from when I was pregnant. Like I used to watch a lot of those um, shows about people as they were being pregnant. And then those reality shows that would be on like the Discovery Channel. Oh, sure. And I found that very soothing. Like my ex-husband and my husband at the time was like, why are you watching this? Because sometimes you would see the family go through something a little, quote unquote, perilous. But because it's on the show and they always saw that the way doctors like you helped them navigate it and the baby came out fine. So being able to talk about this and go, there are things you can do that can make this easier, healthier, more holistic. Lots of things that you can do in a scenario that we've kind of been trained to think is so out of our control. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, too. You know, there's simple and they don't have to be complex. Right. You know, there's simple things that mm-hmm. we can do. And, you know, we'll talk about a varied list today. And it's not even that you have to do all of them. Right. right. But you can, you know, some of these easier things like the first thing we're going to be talking about is prenatal vitamins. Right. And why they're important. Um, because I think, you know, media, this is one place I feel like media has done good over the years. Mm-hmm. Is I think most people before they get pregnant know, oh, I should be on a prenatal vitamin because I need folic acid. Right. Exactly. Gosh, that I agree. That, that campaign came through, right. <laughs> <laughs> that campaign through the decades, mm-hmm. because it's been a long time. I even remember it growing up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
I'm older. <laughs> oh, now we're not that old. Though. We're not you that old. right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, when I was even a little girl in grade school, junior high, you know, I remember those campaigns. Right. And so, you know, as I got older, then it was just that thing. And I still hear that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wish there was more of those sort of campaigns that really helped teach families, pregnant people, people wanting to get pregnant about those easy, important things that they can do. Right. So it's just something that they don't even have to think about. Right. Like when you're prepared, it'll just be, oh, there's a couple of things that I know are already on my mental checklist that I can just tick those boxes off and then talk to my provider about other things that I'm doing. Absolutely. So since we bring up folic acid, I mean, what does that do? How does that help baby before baby's here? So it helps prevent neural tube defects. It's an important, um, it's an important part of your prenatal vitamin that helps in that developmental phase. Okay. And neural tubes do what neural tube defects. You can think of spinal cord. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's something that you want to be taking early in pregnancy as, as you know, that development occurs. And sometimes, you know, that development already starts before you even know you're pregnant. Right. So that's why, um, there's people are always saying, if you're trying to get pregnant, make sure that you're on you a prenatal, prenatal vitamin mm-hmm. already. Um, so that nutrient is already in place before you even get pregnant. And, you know, so let's talk about prenatal vitamins. Okay. And let's just talk about vitamins in general, because, I don't only want to talk about the pregnant person thinking about getting pregnant. Okay. You know, the there's a sperm and yep. there's an egg. Right. So it's 50-50. And we often just only talk about women, right? Right. Prenatal vitamins, tests, all these things. The reality is that partner, that sperm, needs to be healthy as well. Right. And here's the thing. The life cycle of a sperm is about three months. Okay. So... Anything that you've done three months ago is going to show up in that sperm mm-hmm. today. So if you're saying, if you as a as a couple, or, or if your partnership is on this, it's a combined journey. It's a combined effort, yes. Right. And I think it's good to say that as well, because we do just society-wise just put all of the, here's what she needs to do. Yes. Here's what's going to happen to her. Like, there's no control. Here's what she needs to do. When it's like, um, no, you need to get it together, too. Yeah. yeah. And so that's we, fair. Prenatal vitamins, yes, but that partner needs to also be taking a multivitamin. And what's the variety? Like, is does it if they weren't taking a vitamin at all, where should the 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 male side of this partnership start with their vitamins? So yes, so let's talk about kind of supplement quality. Okay, um, probably not best to get necessarily supplements on Amazon. Okay, the reason I say that is because you know over time we're finding. Mm-hmm it may not be reliable about how long those products might have been on the shelf, what's in that bottle. Right. You know, there's a lot of these things coming out. And so Amazon is great for a lot of things, maybe just not your supplements. I've seen some reviews like that where I'm going, okay, can I share my, save myself a little time because I normally get this at the store, but I don't have right now. And I do see reviews like that to say it's different than what I had in the bottle before. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just I think being aware is one one thing for that. You know, I always say it's a nice place to start if you can go to like a co-op or a natural grocery store, those right. sorts of things, because generally the supplements that those um, suppliers carry are better quality. You know, I, I want you to stick, and I'm just going to, I am going to name brands today. I want okay. you to stick away from Centrum. Okay. And those type of vitamins. Um, 
you know, when you look on the back of a Centrum bottle, it's a lot of, you know, look for colors, look for fillers. You know, your body, you can do this test where they say, put your vitamins in vinegar and see how long it takes for them to dissolve. Because if they're not dissolving in the vinegar, they're actually not not dissolving very well in your digestive system. Ah, got you. Okay. Um. But, you know, those are not really high quality supplements. You know, there's lots of what we mentioned, fillers, colors, whatever that is. So that's one litmus test. Okay. Right. Look at the ingredients. Um, You're not going to know all of the names. So that's not necessarily good because a lot of people don't know all these big names for the vitamins. They'll know them like vitamin B or vitamin C, but there's other bigger names for these things that you won't recognize. But you do know what the colors look like. Yes. You do know if it says what fillers. red dye this, yellow yes. dye that. Okay. That's a no. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, the, when we get to places like Whole Foods or co-ops, you know, there's also somebody there who can maybe answer some basic questions. Right. Um, a lot of people like food-based vitamins or um, there's things called nutraceutical grade, which means um, they're a higher quality mm-hmm. versus just something that might be on the shelf. So it, it's almost like a healthcare provider grade. Okay. Um, and so, you know, those are some things to be thinking about. I think that it's also kind of, I think that some general consumers are leery of going to a full service vitamin store because they think that they're just going to push a bunch of things on them and they're not going to understand it and it's going to cost all this money and they don't really do anything. So is that a good entry level to go, okay, well, you're at a Whole Foods. Yeah. This is a good, okay. And, you know, I've perused all of those shelves. I go from time to time to take a look again to think, okay, how how difficult would this be for one of our patients to navigate? And it's okay. Okay. It's okay. And there's not an overwhelming amount to choose from. Right. Um, there's a handful and any one of those handful would be okay. And I kind of look at it like this because I do get it from my local grocery store that has like a health food yeah. section, all yep. this stuff. And there is such a, there's a, there, there are those standard, like those centrums, but then there's the other ones. Yeah. And so I always come to you and go, well, what about this other one? Well, yeah. how about here are the three other ones? And you usually tell me, okay, these of these two. Yep. You know, kind of thing. Like, I know, I mean, I, I'm not, I, these are the ones and I am not one of their reps or anything like that. But I know if I go to the store and I see Nordic Naturals and I see Thorn, I'm okay to buy those. Absolutely. Right? So even if they, I'm like, okay, go stay in this pile over yes. here. Right? Okay. And that's what we carry in our office. Okay. Um, those are really high quality brands. They're independently tested. We know what's in the bottle is on the label. Because, mm-hmm. right, the FDA does not regulate supplements. Right. Um, and so we don't, you know, if it's not a, a quality brand, um, we don't, it's, it, it's not always guaranteed what's on the labels in the bottle. Right. The other piece to this is think about taking a vitamin that is more than one a day. Okay. And a lot of times people don't want to hear about that, mm-hmm. but just think about all of those nutrients try to be packed into one pill. Um, it's difficult and it's difficult for our bodies to break down and assimilate. Right. right? So sometimes if we can break it out into two or three, and I know sometimes prenatal vitamins are all the way up to six. Right. You know, that sometimes, I get it, that's super hard in pregnancy sometimes. But if it's two or three a day, um, that way it gives your body, you know, a little bit of a better chance of getting the intake in. Okay. Right. Um, so just be thinking about that as well. And I think it's also good to, and I just mentioned this because I've talked to like my pharmacist because they're like, okay, 
take this because they you have to ask some questions, especially if you're on some other kind of medications. They're like, well, take this in the morning and then take this other thing later after this is had a second. So yep. I think it's also good to remind people you're allowed to ask questions and see how these things work best. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're right. You can ask that pharmacist questions. You can also call the nurse line um, for your provider if it's just one of these easy questions to ask and you're really stumped. Um, those are all great uh, things to think about. And knowing, especially in in um, not everybody can take a pill well. Right. So there's lots of great delivery methods out there. There's powders now that you can just put in water or juice. There's um, chewable. You know, I think everybody's probably seen these Smarty Pants vitamins. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's lots of these other um, ways besides swallowing a pill to get in those vitamins in a day. Right. Well, I'm very glad that we're covering this. We're going through ways to protect your baby's health even before birth. So we uh, are going to take our first break, Dr. Amy. And what do we want to get into when we come back? We're going to talk a little bit about genetic testing. Perfect. If you have any questions, Questions, you can be part of the Health and Wealth Show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic, also encouraging you to be part of the show. If you have any questions or any comments, feel free to call us at 651-641-1071. And Dr. Amy, we're talking about some ways for you to get the best start as you're yeah. going into pregnancy. And, uh, you know, just backtracking a little bit, this is for everyone, not just for the potential mom, but for the potential father as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this next thing we're going to talk about, genetic screening, is absolutely true for both people. Okay. Um, And I think, you know, genetic screening, unless there's something really, like, overt, like, really in your face for your family, it's often something people don't think about. Right. Well, isn't it one of those things, too, where you go, maybe it'll give me bad news that I don't want to know beforehand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think um, some people... Right. You don't necessarily know how much information you want okay. to Fair be enough. able to handle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, so let's talk about this about in a way that, you know, in pregnancy care, you are offered. Everybody's offered genetic screening. Right. And um, you can accept it or you can decline it either way. But you're already pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you're pregnant, I thought I talk about genetic screening in this way because there's lots of different testing options. Okay, And sometimes people just feel really overwhelmed, like, well, what should I do in pregnancy? And I always say, "Okay, well, think about it a little bit more like what are you going to do with the information? Right. Because I think that makes it a little easier versus really thinking about the nitty gritty of should I do this test or that test or this sequence? Really just think about what you're going to do with that information. Right. So if you're a planner mm-hmm. and you and something is different with baby and you want to be able to educate yourself, um, have things ready for after they arrive and that brings you comfort. Right. That would maybe be a reason to test. Mm-hmm. If um, if you're just going to worry throughout your whole pregnancy and that's going to be just an overwhelming stress and anxiety. Right. And and you would maintain the pregnancy no matter what. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be a reason not to test. Fair enough. That absolutely makes sense. If um, if termination is a possibility, that would be a reason to test. Right. 
And, you know, these are very individual choices, Mm -hmm. right? And so just kind of thinking about ways in which you would use that information and then kind of going from there to say, okay, well, what sort of testing then would we do or not do? Right. But before pregnancy, you can also be doing genetic testing because you may have a gene for a disorder, but not have the condition yourself. Okay. When that happens, you're called a carrier. Mm-hmm. So genetic carrier screening tells us if you or your partner have these genes and then the likelihood that you can pass them on to your children. Okay. So, um, so it can be more information up front. Right. Um, about uh, something that you might be a carrier for that you might not know. Um, so this generally happens with a genetic counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, let me back up. The first place to start with this is really your provider. Right. If you're concerned, if this is something that you want to do, you know, have a conversation with your provider. See if you are at higher risk. See if this is something that makes sense for you. See if that's something for information gathering would bring you comfort. Right. And that's a good way to put put it. Would it bring you comfort? Yeah. Like knowing this, being able to plan ahead, know that this is a possibility. If you're if if you're one of those people that cannot let your presents stay wrapped on Christmas, why not get the information? <laughs> That's a you great know? analogy. Right. <laughs> right. If you hate surprises, then you can just go, at least I know what's going on. And I think that that's very freeing for a lot of people. Being informed gives them peace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, there's our people from some ethnic groups may have, may, may be more likely to be carriers for some conditions. Right. And so talking with your provider, talking with a genetic counselor, you can understand what that looks like for you. Right. And then you can prepare. And then you can prepare. This is another piece, too. If you have um, been having a difficult time getting pregnant or maybe staying pregnant, mm-hmm. this might be a conversation to have with your provider as well um because there may be things that you're a carrier for that you don't know about and this might be one piece to that puzzle that's causing some sort of complication yes okay and um and sometimes you know sometimes i hear providers you know if you're having a difficult time getting pregnant or staying pregnant you know, there's lots of pieces to that puzzle that have to get investigated or talked right. about or looked at. And remember, this is just one piece. Right. Um, but I put that out there because some providers do talk about it and some don't. Right. So if this is you sitting um, at home thinking, oh, you know, my provider hasn't necessarily talked to me about that, but this may be true for my story. You know, right. th- then that might be another just conversation piece, things to ask questions about. And again, it's not a have to. It's a, if you had questions and you're wondering why things may not be working the way you thought, this is another way that you, another tool for you to go, well, I have more information. Now I can weed out what it's not. Correct. Okay. And it's, it, it's very simple. You know, it's either a swab, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in your cheek or a blood draw. Um, they send out to the lab and then they get that information back. You meet with a genetic counselor and they walk you through what those results mean. And again, not to like Franken baby anybody. We're not talking about anything. We're no. just saying this is just information. Just information. Right. More information gathering. And it's very interesting. So even thinking about outside of pregnancy and getting pregnant, 
just how much we have at our fingertips through DNA these days. Right. Like through the, I know in the past show we talked about the 23 and me. Yes. And we've talked about, you know, all of these other different sort of genetic tests, like even um, being able to understand how you metabolize medications right and what may or may not work pain things don't work on me this can give you that information so it's so interesting kind of the information we have at our fingertips these days that can aid in our journeys right our healthcare journeys um and help us make more informed decisions well we're getting ready to go into our next break dr amy so when we return what are we going to cover a little bit more about kind of the environment we live in and how to you know, modulate that to get ready. Right. Well, if you have any questions, we always encourage you to be part of our show. It's 651-641-1071. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center Women's Health Clinic. And we'll be right back on the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also reminding you that you can find this episode and previous episodes in podcast form, both on our website and in the app. So make sure you check it out. Uh, so, Dr. Amy, I love talking to you, too, because we get to laugh about uh, motherhood and all of these things. And we appreciate all of our listeners, wherever they are on their journey. If you have kids and you're trying to have more, if you're done having kids or if you're just starting the journey, we have lots of information for you wherever you are. Are. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And there are just some 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 things that get presented as universal truths that are not truth. They're just things. <laughs> They're just comments. So it's good to be able to go, hey, your journey might be a little different than you expected. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> it's nice to have that tribe of people too, right? That right. you can just Yeah, talk to, bounce ideas off of. Yes. Go, what worked for you? You know. Yeah. Or just to kind of have conversations that you realize you're just sharing. You don't always expect an answer. Yeah. Right. And I think, yeah. And I just think sometimes it's nice to have a solution. There's no, it's not a solution. Sometimes it's just a conversation and part of a community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somebody else who has a different perspective. Right. Right. But yeah, that solution based Chit chat sometimes is hard. It's just nice to maybe just share. Right. I agree. I think it's funny and I'm going to share this because today is Happy Mother's Day and we both started with a Happy Mother's Day, but we're both mothers that are like, meh, on Mother's Day. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not like rearranging the whole day. Right. You know, I don't need that pressure no. is what I feel like. I'm not Julie Cruz directoring my home Mother's Day. <laughs> I'm good. So if you're having a special things today, hopefully you got some flowers. If you didn't want them, hopefully they didn't send them to you because you didn't want to <laughs> throw them out. So it's all good. Whatever you do is what you do. And yes. that's fair. That's fair is to go. We provide information so that you can navigate this journey in the way that makes most sense for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, and I think sometimes just being informed. Right. You know, that's my that's really the whole reason I went into what I did mm-hmm. is because um, early in my journey, when I was thinking about med school and when I was going through school and I was um, working in hospitals, what I saw was these patients returning over right. and over again. And, you know, kind of just being dispensed pills. Mm-hmm. And I. I got so frustrated because I was thinking, where is the education? Where is the right. prevention? Where, 
why is this not happening in medicine? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, and then, you know, my interest got into pregnancy and just really for women understanding their options. Right. Because let's be honest, women don't understand their healthcare options True. most of the time. We don't know what questions to ask. Things just pop up on us. And we're really not encouraged to get into the nitty gritty of it. It's just a lot of times I feel like it was presented as that just happens when you're a woman. Yes. And yes, mm-hmm. I've seen so many things just happen. And I'm right. air quoting happened yes. right here for everybody who can't see me. <laughs> right. And women accept it as that's just the way healthcare is. Let me tell you, ladies. That is not the way healthcare has to be. Right. Things don't have to just happen to you. Yes. You can really direct your healthcare and be informed and make really informed decisions. So you are on the journey that you need to be. And if your healthcare provider is not that for you, I highly encourage you to find somebody else. Right. There are great providers out there um, who want to give you that information, want to empower you. And there's plenty of providers out there who don't. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'm just <laughs> Amy's public service announcement. <laughs> right. We don't need to be doing more things to women. Right. The reality and actuality is we need to listen. Mm-hmm. And so really that's, that's what got me into um, medicine. That's what got us into opening the birth center is because that is our premise. Right. Is education. Preach, Dr. Amy. <laughs> education and giving people the tools that they need to make the decisions and having a better experience right with life overall like there's so many things that happen to you in your healthcare journey that you go could I be more involved in this and and instead of feeling this guilt because you don't know and you don't know what questions to ask Uh you're like okay well I'll just I'll just do what I'm told but sometimes you're just told well just I I just feel like I know a lot of people that have been kind of yada yada away. Yes. And so going, no, it's okay for you to ask more questions. It's okay to ask more questions. Mm -hmm. And not many people know this, but the United States is the worst for maternal morbidity. So women dying in childbirth of all um, first world countries. Okay. That is appalling. Right. It is appalling. And, you know, there's people out there trying to make this known to legislators, to states, to all of these regulating bodies for years. But there's closed ears. You don't see a lot changing. And why? And let's let's be honest, black and brown women, Mm -hmm. three to four times more likely to die regardless of all the other factors that is just plain wrong right so okay i'll get off my soapbox all right (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's just thank you for sharing all of that because all of that needs to be said you know so that we can arm people with the no you can take control of these things well and i guess in the arena that i play in because i i'm also on the national level for Many things in my life. So I'm up in D.C. Um, working with legislation. I'm a lot of committees. And so I do see this at a much uh, higher level. And, you know, honestly, I feel like a lot of the solutions people come up with are doing more. This, their solution is we're going to do more. Okay. We're going to do more to women. And I'm thinking we don't need to be doing more. 
Mm-hmm. We need to be listening. We need right. to be educating. And you know what? There's actually research to support that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go right. figure. We just need to have relationships <laughs> with people. Right. I don't know why so that, that is such a difficult. things don't go by the wayside. It's, <laughs> they'll actually communicate with you and go, oh, yes. and then you can get in front of things and go, yes. here's how we can address it. Or get uh, streamline all of that care so you can go, here's how all these things line up so you don't get missed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's partly why I'm talking about today. And, you know, if for the people out there thinking, oh, my gosh, Amy, quit talking about all this pre-pregnancy stuff. Because sometimes I do hear that, right? I don't want to plan. I'm not interested. That's fine. But the problem is in our healthcare system, if this was made a priority, people wouldn't think that. Right. And we would have healthier pregnancies, healthier babies, healthier families. I mean, let's just be honest. And things happen. I mean, I'm one of those people that for sure I had been on the pill for like 10, 15 years and still got pregnant. And was like, oh, okay. Like it had never occurred to me. Like I read all of the things that said, yeah, there's a this and failure that and blog. And, but it still was a big shock to my ex and I. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're like, okay, we could do this, but we weren't figuring this (laughs) out. So what can we do? So it was a big, you know, me, uh, educational process to go, well, what am I supposed to be doing now? Uh Cause now I'm here and what do I do? And so it would be uh, good just holistically if I had had some of these conversations before. And known, and known some pre-work. Known some pre-work. And mm-hmm. why is this not part of our education, mm-hmm. period? Mm-hmm. I, it's really a disgrace what we do with health growing up in our school systems. Right. Yes, I'm actually getting on that soapbox as well. <laughs> I've emailed our children's school. <laughs> that um, so much more, we can be preparing people so much better for the life ahead of them. Right. And it doesn't take, it's not rocket science. Right. Right. But repetition and, you know, instilling some of these health care values mm-hmm. um, would be so beneficial on such a basic level. Right. Yeah. So. All right. That's the way it is. Should we woosah now? <laughs> well, we're going to woosah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so other ways. Okay. Let's. So back on topic. Yes. So ways to protect your baby's health before birth. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about the importance of a prenatal uh, vitamin for women. Uh, and men. And men. And mm-hmm. so just a regular multivitamin for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the importance of quality. Yes. Where to find them. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about our gene testing. We, yep. We talked mm-hmm. a little bit about genetic testing and just things to think about. Questions to start asking. See if that's something that you're interested in doing. And then the other piece of this is we can't um, we can't disregard the environment that we live in. Right. So if we look back, you know, when we talked last on the show, we really talked. It was a questioning. Well, should I detox before pregnancy? Yes. So it's kind of thinking about those things. It's, um, you know, talking about clean eating. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that might be organic if that's within your wheelhouse. Um, because, you know, even just simple research has shown there's so many chemicals that we get into our bodies. And one of those chemicals is through our food. Right. Um, so if you can switch to organic, that's great. You know, when you do that, even within a couple of weeks, we see a different load if you're testing people okay. of what that looks like. So we know that that does work. If you can't test, if you can't switch to total, um, 
organic. You know, think about that dirty dozen. Right. And the clean 15. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about that as far as, you know, stick away from the dirty dozen. Those are the top 12 that have the most pesticides, mm, pesticides, toxins, everything Mm -hmm. in them. And then you can think about the clean 15, which are the cleanest. Right. right. And kind of blend those two ideas together and um, maybe just try and do those 12 as organic or right. less something. Well, we also talked about your the toxins that are in, introduced into your system based upon the products that you use. So is yeah. that a good time to go? Well, let's look at changing your hair care products or use different soaps and lotions, lotions and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Just take a little bit of a deep dive in your bathroom. Right? <laughs> this is a good time. There's still great products out there that maybe don't have all of these dyes and perfumes and, and toxins and, and things in them. Absolutely. And this is a great, I'm just going to plant this seed. You know, all baby products are not safe. Right. All baby products, you know, aren't healthy for babies. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sad to have yeah. to say? Mm-hmm. That the products on the shelves we can't trust to put on our baby's skin. Right. Some of them are just in a pink or baby blue bottle and have a name on them, but they're not the best thing for you. So the number one thing, and I am going to call this out because I've seen it over and over and over working with kiddos when I worked at Children's Hospital is Drift is not <laughs> for babies or oh. kids because, gosh, they market it that way. They're pictured. The, the, oh. the box has the picture yeah. of a baby on it. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, I can't tell you. How many kids I worked with at Children's when, I mean, we do this as a big picture, right? Right. So this is not just the only thing that we looked at, but how many times I said, if you're using draft, this is time to be thinking about something else. And it can, it really can make a difference right? depending on your picture. Right. Well, we need to go into break again and we have a final segment coming up. So we're going to touch on as we close today. We're going to talk a little bit about eating and then we're also going to talk a little bit about some lab tests. And if you have any questions or want to be part of the show, feel free to call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic, giving you some great information on ways to protect your baby's health even before the birth. And also we have time for your calls at 651-641-1071. Okay, Dr. Amy, we've covered supplements, gene testing. We talked about um, why it's important for you to you know, keep some of these things in mind. Even if you're like, hey, I'm not planning that right now, what? Just tuck it away, the information in the back yeah. of your head, because you might need it or you might run into somebody that needs it. Right. These mm-hmm. are just seeds being planted for some in some ways. And right. then one day you might think, oh, that's right. I remember hearing this. Right. And then it'll trigger something to think, oh, OK, maybe I need to start doing some of these things. Exactly. Exactly. So we talked about clean eating as well. So what are we going to move on to now? So I just want to touch base. about what we eat is important, kind of that clean eating piece, but also, you know, how we're eating is important. OK. So blood sugar is important, period, mm-hmm. for our health. But it's very important in pregnancy. Right. And it's very important getting ready for pregnancy. So, um you know, Can we back up and explain blood sugar? If people yeah. are just making the correlation, they're like, oh, well, I don't eat a lot of sugar. That's not exactly what we mean. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So our bodies utilizes the fuel we put in. And um, anything that we put in is kind of like putting gas in a gas tank. Right. Right. And the food goes in our bodies and it's metabolized. And basically what it breaks down to is in 
different isn't a sugar for our body to utilize kind of like gas. Right. Um, and so it's, it's a little bit about how often you're eating and what you're eating helps maintain that blood sugar level at a real even pace. Okay. Because if you are only eating, you know, once every eight hours, or if you're eating a lot of sugar and right. not a lot of protein, because protein we're going to talk about is very key. Mm -hmm. Then it's like your blood sugar. If you can imagine a picture of a mountain yes. and then down into a really low valley and a mountain right. and a valley. So, and that when your blood sugar is like that, you know, that's often what your energy is like. Okay. And you have good energy and then all of a sudden three o'clock, who doesn't you have just this crash. three o'clock crash? Right. Mm -hmm. Partly it's because you're not eating enough protein. Um, it also might be your emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be really emotional or cry or angry or irritable. You know, that can, blood sugar can play a role in that. Okay. So um, you really want to be eating small, frequent meals and snacks. Right. So if you're a meal eater, I say you have to be good about your three meals a day. Or eating every three to four hours. Okay. If you're not a big meal eater, then eat small snacks. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be huge amounts of food, but it's just helping level out and you're not getting those peaks and valleys. Right. And I like that you gave the options because everybody might be somewhere different on that spectrum yep. of how they eat. But we're just saying that there's ways to continually fuel your body yes. throughout the day. Okay. So the other piece to this is, you know, what you're eating. Really stick away from carbohydrates, simple okay. carbohydrates. Simple carbs. Okay. So, you know, we've talked about in the past, you know, you're shopping the perimeter of the grocery store because that's kind of your whole foods. Stick away from the middles. So like crackers and chips and white bread and right. cookies and, you know, all those things are things that are okay once in a while, but shouldn't be a big staple in your diet. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Soda. Right, right. If you're drinking soda, that's the first step I want you to change Wean yourself off yes. of. Right. Mm -hmm. And then make some of these other changes. And then the other thing is protein. You should be eating protein with each meal and snack. Right. Everybody knows about the meats, but mm -hmm. there's lots of other proteins too. You know, there's um, dairies, there's things like Greek yogurt, there's cheese sticks, mm -hmm. um, there's quinoa, there's cottage cheese, there's Your peanut butter, eggs, those yes. things. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of other proteins besides meats. And what protein does is it goes in and again, it's one of those levelers that helps level out your blood sugar. And this is a huge indicator. If you have lots of sugar cravings, it often means that you're not getting enough protein. Ah, good to know. Okay. And enough protein throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So you can't just protein load one meal and expect it to call it good. Right. It really is each meal and snack. So those are just a few things that to kind of be thinking about that way um, as far as just eating goes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always say 12 grams of protein in the morning and then protein with each meal and snack. Okay. Getting that good protein bump in the morning sets up your day in an incredibly different way. Try it for a week. Right. And, and just see, see how, how you feel. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Just a week. Right. So and 12 grams of protein in the morning might be uh, two eggs. Mm hmm might be a Greek yogurt, might be a protein smoothie. Right. Um, you know, I use protein powder in my coffee every morning. It's right. just a, a way to supplement the protein I'm getting in the morning. So there's lots of ways to do this. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be difficult. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about today is just preparing in a way uh, to think about some lab tests that you can do that are really simple with your primary care provider. Okay. Prior to think about getting pregnant. Um, so... 
And these things, you know, affect baby's health in the way that they grow and develop during pregnancy. Okay. They also affect baby's health because they're important for your health. And if you aren't healthy and um, if you are having difficulty in your pregnancy, sometimes these different things can prevent, be preventative for things like preeclampsia in particular. Mm -hmm. So um, number one thing is check your iron. Okay. I am such an advocate for women to be checking their iron. Okay. Whether you're pregnant or not, whether you think about getting pregnant or not. So we test basically everybody that comes into our practice, their iron. And you've said there's a couple of different iron tests that I need to have. Yes. Or a variety. Okay. So hemoglobin mm-hmm. is your circulating iron. It's what's readily available to you. Ferritin is your iron stores. Okay. Uh, because most women these days are walking around with low iron. Right. In fact, I want to write a research paper on it. <laughs> this is my thing to okay. do for maybe not 2021, but maybe 2022. Mm-hmm. Just because how prevalent we see this right. in our practice, right? Something so simple, mm-hmm. so simple. Blood test, if you don't um, have enough iron, it's an easy supplement. Right. Um, utilize a food-based iron supplement, not a synthetic iron. That's right. what makes you constipated and GI upset. Mm-hmm. Food-based, because um, then you don't get those icky side effects with your supplementation. Right. It also is easier to get your iron up outside of pregnancy. And iron plays a big ah, important okay. role in the placenta health. It plays a role in oxygenation. It plays a role in so many things, um, but easy to, to change outside of pregnancy. Right. The other thing I want everybody to go and test, and anybody who has probably listened to this show for any period of time can guess what that is. Right. Vitamin D. Ta-da. <laughs> um, we already know that everybody is fairly deficient in some way or fashion here in Minnesota, just just from what our practice tells us. Mm-hmm. And you can supplement in much higher doses outside of pregnancy. But again, it can play a role in, you know, lots of different processes in pregnancy, which can affect both your health and baby's health. Mm-hmm. And so being able to know and utilize that information now and do something about it now um, it can be handled in a different way than if you already are pregnant. So it's easier to get yourself up to the baseline you should be at yep. than it will be once your body is focusing on the fact that baby's here. Yes. Gotcha. And you can't supplement in the same way as being pregnant as you can outside of pregnancy. Right. Well, Dr. Amy, let's give all of your information so they can go ahead and connect with you over at Health Foundations. Yeah. So visit us on, you can check out our website www.healthfoundations.com. Give us a call, 651-895-2520. We're more than happy to see you for a visit or just come and find out more about us. Right. Thank you, Dr. Amy. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Coming up next week, we'll have our friends from ClearStep Financial coming in with some more information on how you can retire here on the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071.